Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. Another big week. It is the week of November 23rd, 2020. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe McGranahan is directly across from me. Did you have to drag the deer in, deer in here that you shot with your bow and arrow? <laughs> no, I didn't. Must not I have help to. you skin it? <laughs> we're going to we're going to get it. Yeah, got it. So I thought maybe it would make you feel better if I pretended to the audience that you had actually got one this year. No, I have not shot an arrow all year in in uh, at quarry. What was that old line? I shot an arrow in the air; it fell to earth. I know not where. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I <laughs> certainly did didn't hit a deer. That's for sure. Yes, I shot an arrow randomly in the air, and I thought for sure it hit a deer. But alas, I looked around; no deer was found, and so I went home with a frown. That's, that's very good. Is that the whole thing? Yes. Did you make that up? <laughs> No, that's oh, the real okay. one. <laughs> my wife here, my lovely bride hears that uh, every every, every Saturday evening. <laughs> All right, from about I'm assuming you're not giving up though in your nope, quest. Nope, nope. Uh, let's see. Saturday we start the rifle season, um, and let's see. Sunday is uh, rifle hunting for deer. Also, no, I don't hunt on Sunday, so I won't be out. But uh, other folks will. Do they be. have a slingshot season? Slingshot? No, oh, that would be bad. deadly. That would just irritate. <laughs> the deer and knock an eye out I don't know I just thought maybe it would give them another give you another opportunity to get out there right uh, well that, we, I don't need any more time the deer season starts at the beginning of October I don't see my lovely bride again until middle of January so that's sufficient <laughs> for now so all right one eight hundred seven probably glad for the break <laughs> I, I call it respite care so all right on the market sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company you can check them out at sunburymotors.com our toll-free line now open call us one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five uh, really uh, basic topics to discuss we have the president continues to be clown himself by staying in office refusing to concede and and has Rudy Giuliani. Be clown himself? What is that? You turn yourself into a clown by I thought you already thought he was a buffoon. How can he turn himself into a clown? Isn't that a step up? Uh, Yes, it is somewhat, I guess. But, uh, yeah, he's still having a bit of a struggle. But fortunately, he he, strangely enough, in the three-wing circus, they said that Sidney Powell was not for them. She's too crazy. So they kicked kicked her off the team. Isn't that funny? It's like, uh, like... I don't know. I just can't think of an appropriate analogy. But uh, anyway, so, yes, we can talk about that. Of course, there's a deadly serious aspect to it, and that is that the president is now appealing to the U.S. Third Third Circuit Court of Appeals, and that will put him a step closer uh, to the U.S. Supreme Court, where the president says that's where his appeal in Pennsylvania is going to fall on fertile grounds because he appointed three of the justices there, so we'll have an automatic in there uh, even before they look at the the complaint. Don't buy it. I don't buy it. 
by it. I don't think the judges are going to well, vote for something that, that is, doesn't have any substance well, no, behind the president, it. Yep, the president told us. It's got to have substance. No, the president told us campaign, once it gets to the Supreme Court, things will go his way. Uh, you can call us about that is one of the aspects in the news. Of course, we have the pandemic. We really have exponential numbers in uh, usage of some of the hospitals around here and uh, in terms of the testing. And all of this is community spread. You can't say it's all at the Lewisburg Penn or SCI Cole Township or um, Susquehanna kids are gone, so they're off the, off the list. And uh, you, so it's in the community. It's it's everywhere, as our good infectious disease doctor said this morning. So uh, we can talk about the pandemic if you so choose. We still got a lot of people. You go to uh, uh, stores all over Snyder and Union County, and you see no masks. You'll be the only person with a mask if you wear one in, which you are welcome to do so if you so decide to do so. So you can talk about that today if you wish. Email us at on the mark at WKOK.com and text us at 70236. We very much would uh, like to hear from you today. Or maybe there's a third topic we had not uh, thought of. Uh, Governor Cuomo would be a good topic. The guy's an idiot. Oh, well, (laughs) we have to start. He kills so many old people in nursing homes and writes a book about what a great job he did. How about about, (laughs) I'll stipulate that uh, or you stipulate that Governor Cuomo, name somebody else who's cray cray. Um, Well, I'm beginning to think the president might be the president. Okay, so are you are you still happy you voted for him? I uh, I'm have, I don't regret it yet, but I mean I never liked him personally. So this is a personal okay, trait so of his. This, is this isn't of his policies. This is okay. this is a guy exhibiting more of the bad behavior that caused so many people not to vote for him. Right. One of our uh, good listeners sent us a note. Now I don't have the meme here, but I can su- summarize it. Back in 2016, when the president was running, he said one of the perfect examples that Barack Obama was a terrible president was that he golfed all the time, and the president tweeted over and over about how you know terrible. It is that uh, Barack Obama would golf, I guess, you know, probably every couple of weeks or so. And uh, so what is the president doing these days? Every free moment he gets, he's golfing. Well, he lost. You've followed uh, him, have you? You've uh, been right with him? Uh, yes, I'm his caddy, so <laughs> I don't carry his No water. wonder he doesn't do well. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, it. It pitches to the right, and guess what? But uh, he lost Pat Toomey over the weekend. Pat Toomey fell away, congratulated Joe Biden, and said, you know, it's time to give up the ghost. And Chris Christie, of course, he was on lost Miss Cheney from the House. She yeah, congratulated so, him. Uh, He's know. losing some people. You know what? He's going to wind up blowing it for Republicans in Georgia. If he doesn't get off this stuff, a third recount in Georgia, what does he expect to find? Well, he's paying for it, so it's his No, money, I didn't so. think he was. I heard, I heard this morning it was taxpayer Oh, is it? it? Okay. I thought any additional ones would be campaign No, because funded. it fell within okay. that half a percentage point, so he has the right you. to one okay. more request. Good. I stand corrected. Well, that's a tough break then that he's asking for that. Bad for the taxpayers. Well, what's he going to prove? That he lost, and then well, I would suspect it. so. So see, and then, uh, but it, he'll probably come up with enough anomalies that he can get it through the courts and up to the Supreme Court. That's where his safe harbor is. Is if he can get these cases to the U.S. Supreme Court, he'll win. I mean, he claims he'll but, win but because I, that's I, where his judges there's are. There's no argument that there have been anomalies or errors or miscounts or misplaced ballots. But I don't think that that's any more or less than other elections. 
you know, and, and you know, when we had um, oh the uh, Cliff Readers on the other day, he mentioned a book that I had read a few years back uh, called "Deliver the Vote," which is about election fraud in the United States of America from 1794 up until 2004, and uh, it made me want to read the book again. So I dug it out of my library, and I've been reading it again. You know, we have a storied history of election thievery in this country. Uh, people going to the polls, threatening to beat people up, shoot them. They're actual murders of people who tried to vote the wrong way in an election. So, I mean, the president is on solid ground when he says that there is a potential for, you know, fraud and chicanery. But did it change the outcome? And I don't think it did. I don't care how much there was, unless it was outright thievery of the highest order, where literally tens of thousands of votes were thrown out. There, well, that isn't going to change the, the election results. That's the Dominion election system and used used in dozens of cases. They say those are tied to Hugo Chavez and that Chavez, well, his estate, wanted to uh, subvert the Pennsylvania. So where's the proof? Ele- you know, well, I, I could say I that, but I, I need, I, you need proof. The proof is Rudy Giuliani said it. That's the only <laughs> proof I need. If you don't believe Rudy Giuliani, then you got a problem. Uh, Eric, you're on the mark. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. So the president is out uh, golfing, huh? I think he's shanking it to the right pretty hard. Yeah, I think you're right there. So, uh, Joe, so today Pennsylvania certifies the election. Is that your understanding? That's what I understand. Scheduled, yeah. Me too. Most of the counties have done Um, it. 100-or-80-some thousand votes ahead, as I predicted early on in this situation. And I also, if you remember, I called in about two weeks ahead of the election. I said that uh, I thought Mr. Biden would win. I also said that I thought that the president would not concede. So here we are, what, on the eve of three weeks from the election, and the president still is not conceding. But this man has not acted presidential in the last four years. Why should we expect him to act presidential? I, I don't care if he concedes, Eric. I don't really care about that at all. But I do care that he isn't allowing the uh, GAO to go forward. I think it's a GAO with uh, letting General Service General Service Administration GSA allowing them to start giving the briefings and the support to Vice uh, to Vice President Biden, now President Elect Biden, that he deserves and should have. Right. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I don't care if he had, never concedes. Make moves so that. Uh, Mr. Biden looks bad going into the election, uh, going into the post-election, and starting at a, a deficit as far as information and so forth, which I'll remind everyone uh, was um, one of the situations that President uh, George W. Bush ran into as far as the intel and what happened uh, nine months into his administration. Yep. You remember what happened nine months into George W. Bush's administration? Sure do. Yeah, yeah, 9-11, right? So, yeah, I think you have a very valid point. It's scary. Uh, the man is not acting presidential. And I'll simply ask all of the uh, all our listeners, whatever side of the aisle you're on, to remember this. So in 2024, when this person tries to run for election again, we remember how he acted and how he was not presidential. I don't think he'll have a chance in 2024 if he doesn't behave a little better now. I mean, he really needs to concede. If he doesn't concede the election, he at least needs to acknowledge the fact that it might not go his way and to start for the transition, start helping with the transition to make sure that we do have a smooth transfer of power and that the republic continues unabated. Well, I think that's the last thing he wants because he wants us to be able to say, hey, I told you last time, I didn't lose the election. I had it stolen. So Trump supporters, 
No steel in 2024. I'm predicting that is going to be the uh, no steel rallying cry in four years. Write it down now. No steel in 24. I like well, that. Four, four years is a lifetime in politics, and the president is 74 now. He would be, what, 78 then? I think, you know, we're getting a little generic here with old Joe, now our oldest elected president uh, ever. And I think Trump would be even worse than that if he tried in four years. Well, sounds like ageism to me. But anyway, Eric, what what happened in 2001? The 9-11 attacks were in some way aided by the unsmooth transition in 2000 because the Florida was... I don't think there's any proof of that, but I think Eric makes it... Well, a, we oh. know that, that the uh, 9-11 Commission found out that the different security agencies were not communicating with each other. So, um, I mean, the FBI wasn't communicating with the CIA, wasn't communicating with home, you know, wasn't home security yet. But uh, they found that one of the biggest... The, one hand didn't know what the other hand was doing. And, of course, they're all under the direction of the President of the United States, um, who was only in there eight, nine months, you know, because, let's face it, you don't even get started until February, and then you have to put a budget together, you know, all that stuff. So um, let's put it this way. Having a contested election, and I'll remind folks, that was very close. That was a few hundred votes in one state. It's not hundreds of thousands or millions of votes across what, was he, where is he, four or five states he's trying to contest? So, But, yeah, um, we need a smooth transition. And with COVID now, absolutely. So. All right. Thank you so much, Eric. Thanks, Thanks for guys. Appreciate it there. very much. Yeah, right. I'd, I'd like to hear more about that, this idea that uh, I, I know it was in the 9-11 Commission report that uh, the 9-11 attacks uh, were in some way aided by the uh, fact that there had been a delayed transition while Florida was recounted by hand and then the Supreme Court fi- eventually having their case. I'd but like that to, doesn't account for the fact that people didn't do their jobs, and that was the real problem, the fact that the intelligence agencies weren't speaking to each well, other. Well, yeah, that's that's another topic. But no, there's I no guarantee that way. the president could have fixed that before. I'm just saying, what is the issue? Okay, I understand there was a delayed transition, okay, but specifically, the reason 9-11 wasn't thwarted earlier didn't have everything to do with just communication. What else with the delayed transition happened? I said they, they didn't... Do, I don't think it had the... I don't think the delayed transition impacted it at all. That's my personal opinion. The fact okay. that people didn't report things that were suspicious, like a group of people from uh, Arab countries, if you will, taking flying lessons who weren't interested in learning how to land the plane. You know, there was no shortage of, of warning signals and signs that these guys were in the United States and up to no good. And the fact that the intelligence agencies didn't speak to each other, I think, is the, the the defining moment in this thing, not the fact that there was a delay in transfer of power. But in today's world, why even take the chance? There is no, I agree with Eric, it was one state and it was about 500, 600 votes somewhere in that in that state. So that is a real cliffhanger. And I don't blame Al Gore for not conceding and I don't blame George Bush for, or Gore from going to court. But here we're not talking about that. We're talking about a, a vote differential of some five to six million in the popular vote and an overwhelming number of states won without any apparent apparent serious fraud that can be obviously delineated and pointed to and and you know proven well the president is losing tucker carlson Uh, he uh, had nothing good to say about Sidney powell over the weekend of course even the trump campaign is distancing themselves even rudy giuliani found her too crazy for him to deal with so (laughs) 
<laughs> so what, I don't know what kind of bar that is. There's so, no shortage of crazy on either side of the aisle down there. <laughs> right. So, all right. Well, we'd, we'd love your opinion about this. As we mentioned, the pandemic has been in the, in discussion phases around here. Still got a lot of folks that uh, say the mask wearing is not appropriate, and that is certainly their prerogative. So we'd love to hear from you on any topic. It is Monday mornings, open phones. We forwarded one of the emails from Congressman Muser. Uh, he is standing up for the president uh, in his email. He says the Trump campaign has and continues to raise important questions about the 2020 elections. I gave a floor speech on the many irregular activities that occurred during the course of the election in Pennsylvania and the importance of the integrity of the election. We do have several outstanding challenges and issues that must be addressed with regard to the 2020 election. Uh, so that's Congressman Dan Muser. But on the other hand, you had Chris Christie, who used to be a right-hand man and an advisor until he got COVID. Then he was off the list. Here's Chris Christie on ABC's This Morning. An opportunity to access the courts. And I said to you, you know, and, and here's the reason why. The president has had an opportunity to access the courts. And I said to you, you know, George, starting at 2.30 a.m. on Wednesday morning, if you've got the evidence of fraud presented. And what's happened here is, quite frankly, the conduct of the president's legal team has been a national embarrassment. Sidney Powell accusing Governor Brian Kemp of a crime on television, yet being unwilling to go on TV um, and defend and lay out the evidence that she supposedly has. And you have Judge Brand over the weekend, excruciating yes. comments. Yes, about, that was a really um, tough opinion Judge Brand wrote, and I think he's a he's no he's no left wing liberal. He's a, a conservative Republican judge who was a member of the Federalist Society, and he wrote a scathing. Uh, yeah, and, and he was right. What he said was right. They didn't present any evidence. They just presented conjecture. One of our good listeners says your caller might not have realized that the Clinton administration created non-communication protocols between the agencies. This policy was directed by the Clinton Department of Justice. Why? Who knows? Says one of our good listeners. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, another listener texted me and says many of the appointments from President George H.W. Bush had not been made or followed through on yet because of the months of delay. Uh, there are thousands of people to be screened and vetted. Many were not yet ready to serve in the intelligence agencies because they hadn't been vetted because of the delay. So that's what the 9-11 Commission said, is that these, uh, the appointments of people had been delayed. But there were that. people in place doing those jobs who had been there for some period of time. Well, but you have a transition. You know, is, is, is there not some... Uh, loss of activity baked into the transition. Wouldn't you think that the transition itself would be an upheaval that might lead to things falling through the cracks in the floor? That's what I just tried to say, but I'm not as articulate (laughs) as you. As opposed to the people who have been there doing their job and hopefully who could have spotted some of these unusual occurrences that were, you know, would have led them to take precautions. 1-800-795-9565. 1-800-795-9565. We'll take your view on this. Uh, we sort of got the pandemic standing in the background, uh, but we'd love to hear from you today. 1-800-795-9565. Dick, thanks for calling in from Milton. We will be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. happens all right welcome back you need some help brother i'm aware all right dick you're on the mark thank you so much for calling in today to wkok's open phones monday well i just wanted to follow up uh last wednesday when i called i I made a point about and i said about ben might be one of the nicest guys in north america i didn't really know him but i said I, i i said he talked down to people and then somebody else followed up and said he thought you guys were condescending and, and then when Ben came on on Friday, I wasn't. I was just listening. He said about I. It was mentioned that we talked down to people. I never said anybody, anybody else but Ben. I didn't mention anybody. There was no we in my point that I made that day. It was just him. So I wanted to clarify that it wasn't me that said everybody else was condescending. Or, but later on in that talk, he was talking to a guy named Jack. I don't even know who Jack was. And they in their in their talk back and forth. Uh, at the very end, Jack said about mentioned the Mueller report, and Ben said about, have you ever read it or did you read it? He said, maybe if you read it, you'd understand that, which to me is kind of talking down to somebody or being condescending. That was his point. If you read it, maybe you'd understand it. Like he doesn't understand it unless he reads the whole thing. That was my point. But my other point was on, on Rudy Giuliani. Did you ever notice that when these guys go before any judge, including the uh, federal judge in Wimsport, that they never once charge fraud? They wave their papers around in their press conferences, which Rudy did the other day, waved them around, yelling fraud, fraud, fraud. But he won't make that claim in the court because he could be, he could be brought, up, brought up for perjury if he's, giving, if he's lying to a judge. Well, he judge, never mentions that. None of them mention that in court in front of a judge. They never mention that word per, uh, fraud. Well, because they know, they know that they're, that they're under oath and they could be lying. He'd only be lying. He'd only be in trouble if he actually presented false evidence. He can exactly. make a claim in court, but if he doesn't you know, back they it up... They, he, they never once used the word fraud in front of the judge, though. Never. Never. Well, I don't think that would. Under oath. I don't think that would be a, a problem. He could say, "I believe there is fraud in this election, and I hope we can demonstrate it to your honor." And he wouldn't get into any trouble for making that statement. Well, and the judge made reference I, to that. I think they would because what, then why don't they make it in front of the judge? They never once make it. None of them. Well, I don't. None, none of them. If, if you go back and not one of those people re- representing Trump has ever used the word fraud in front of a judge. I haven't they heard all. It, they, wave their, they wave their papers outside in the press conferences and use that word all the time. Well, have you have you heard all the proceedings? I haven't, so I don't know whether they well, use that it, word. It was brought up by several other people that I read about that they never used that word either, okay. and I noticed that he didn't use it either. And that in, with the with the judge in Winsport. Well, the judge in Williamsport kind of handed him his walking papers, so I, it wouldn't matter what he used. Yeah, and, al- and also to Mark, you know this thing with, with Chavez or whoever down in, in South America? You know the, the uh, Sydney Powell, the one that they fired? She's the one that was bringing those claims up, so maybe that's why she, they fired her. Well, and they don't have any evidence of that either. They have the intimation about it. You know, they have all the connections. But she's the one, she's the one that was the most up, that was yelling about that the loudest, and they fired her in, last night or yesterday. Right. Well, they're distant herself. She's still able to pursue whatever she wishes. It's just as a private citizen. She's no longer with the team. 
So well, well, I, didn't didn't have any ago, but I did make a comment. But because, you know, Giuliani hadn't practiced in, in, in courtroom since 1992. And I, I made a comment that they would have be better off to get Atticus Finch to represent him than have Giuliana do it. <laughs> the to case me. might advance a little bit then. Yes, Atticus Finch would be a good lawyer for anybody to have. Right. Well, <laughs> well you know, he'd been better than Giuliani. When, you, when, you, when you're not in a courtroom since 1992, I don't care how good you were, you've got to lose something in all that time and stand up there and just sweat. Well, and the dilemma is that they can do their intimations outside and they have to tone it down inside because you're not allowed to lie in court. You know, the attorneys can say there's fraud, but they're not allowed to say there's fraud yeah, because people, 60 people, people did this or did that. Or, you know, the, the attorneys are not supposed to lie, and so that's why you're not hearing any actual fraud accusations in the court because they're uh, barred, you know, what is it? They get penalized if they say but, things but to the judge it, that are true. If one person casts an illegal boat, that's fraud. Well, right, so, no you know, you could say there's fraud. The question is, is there massive fraud? And there isn't massive well, well, fraud. Well, if that's the case, then there's never been an election where there wasn't fraud, because I'm sure that out of uh, millions and millions and 100 million votes, there's always been a case of an illegal vote. Again, I recommend the book I've re- I'm rereading called Deliver the Vote, and it's okay. about fraud in American elections from 1794 to 2004. Where it's and there terminal. was no shortage of it. Thank well, you I so also much. heard another illegal expert. I mean, a really, a really high, high-profile attorney that studies uh, constitutional law, and they said that the Supreme Court will not even hear this case because they're not going to disenfranchise 70, 80, 90 million voters on on hearsay or, or just when they don't have real facts. I agree with you. I don't think it'll ever happen. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks, yeah, Dick. Way, way past the margin of litigation. So yeah, you're not going to undo the whole Pennsylvania election because of uh, some counties doing ballot curing, which all counties are permitted to do. The question is, why was it administered unfairly? Well, uh, Kathy Bookvar basically said, you, you know, you, we're really running 67 elections here, and they have wide discretion to precisely how they want to do it. If they want to cure ballots, they have to do so for everybody, and supposedly they did that in Allegheny County in Philadelphia. Well, you could tell where Judge Brand was going when he asked him the question of why why is disenfranchising some six million people the remedy or the cure for a a few you know, problem areas, and it's not. Well, because it was egregious, and it's part of a national conspiracy. So if you use the word egregious, how does that differ too much from fraud? In other words, if, if you're <laughs> saying there were election problems that were egregious, then you're saying there was fraud. Well, there's some egregiousness going on here. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's in the uh, three-ring White House that we got going on right now. It is. We are... Oh, well, Joe and I agree. We're going to need a new topic. <laughs> right. Darn. We'll find something we can disagree on right. after the break. We will enjoy an open phones Monday. We'll talk about the pandemic then. We're sure Joe and I disagree on something there. But we would love you to weigh in on all of these topics plus more. We do have open phones during the 9 a.m. hour. You are listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. It's 9 o'clock. CBS News, then some local news headlines on WKOK's On the Mark program. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, 
Mark Lawrence, and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is across from me. He's the mayor of Shemokin Dam. He's got a super-duper resume, uh, not the least of which is a Pennsylvania Association of Broadcasters Hall of Fame member, uh, chair of the CSVT Task Force. He's doing everything humanly possible to make sure that they don't call it the McGranahan Memorial Highway. And uh, he's here to tell us that it is... Uh, another Monday, and we got open phones. Than Mitchell turns 80 years old either yesterday or today, so congratulations to Than Mitchell. So we're super glad that uh, he's around. Hopefully we'll hear from him today with his good, informed, strong, uh, occasionally ultra-liberal, but uh, always easy to back up and uh, very convincing arguments. So we hope we hear from him Who today. are we talking about? <laughs> we're not talking about Than. Your nemesis. <laughs> On the market sponsor of the Sunbury Motor Company, please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line now open, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com and text us at 70236. Uh, in the news headlines lately, Mount Carmel, Northumberland County Career and Technical Center, Danville, Milton, Line Mountain, Shikolami, Lewisburg School District, all with varying degrees of either in-person or online remote distant learning underway these days. You can see the list at wkok.com. It's all because of uh, the pandemic. Geisinger President and CEO Dr. J. Wan Rue says the capacity demands at this point are well belong, well above what they saw in the spring when it comes to COVID-19. In fact, as far as the number of patients with COVID in our hospitals, you know that demand we've seen since November 9th blow past where we were back in April, and we're probably even 40, 50 percent higher than that at this point. In a media briefing Friday, Dr. Roosh said they've seen a positivity rate of close to 20% over the past few days. You can hear all of his remarks at WKOK.com. State of Pennsylvania Saturday came out with word that there were 6,778 additional positive cases of the coronavirus confirmed in the past 24 hours. That's just below the record of 7,100 cases reported last Wednesday. Uh, there were 24 new cases in Union County reported over the weekend. Uh, Montour County has five additional cases, 70 new cases reported in Northumberland County, and 24 additional Snyder County COVID-19 cases. President Donald Trump says he is appealing a federal judge's dismissal of his campaign's effort to block the certification of votes in Pennsylvania. The president and other plaintiffs filed a notice of appeal to the Third U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals Sunday, a day after the judge issued a scathing order shooting down claims of widespread irregularities with mail and ballots. The case was always a long shot to stop President-elect Joe Biden's inauguration, but given Pennsylvania's 20 electoral votes at stake, it was the campaign's best hope to affect the election results through the courts. Trump's personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, appeared in court for the first time in decades so recently to argue the case in Williamsport by U.S. District Judge Matthew Brand wrote in his order that Trump had asked the court to disenfranchise almost 7 million, 7 million voters because of some uh, frivolous complaints for which there was no evidence projected. Lori Levinson is a legal analyst for CBS News and a professor at Loyola Law School. These are lawsuits that, frankly, the courts have been saying border on the frivolous. And yet, Trump believes his best and last hope is to get to the Supreme Court 
where he appointed three of those justices. The president says once it gets to the U.S. Supreme Court, his judges will side with him and will favor his legal arguments. And finally, I will concede nothing. So said Dwayne Johnson over the weekend, otherwise known as The Rock, jokingly said he would not give up his sexiest man alive title to the new winner, Michael Jordan, and would fight it in court uh, to his dying day. Johnson was joking, of course. Johnson uh, was awarded People's 2016 Sexiest Man Alive and was featured in this year's issue as well of People magazine. Uh, The actor posted on Instagram that he will not concede his title to Jordan, saying, I hope everybody knows that I'm I will concede nothing. I'm just having some fun. So, yeah, there's a lot of that going around. People refuse. Would you concede? Let's see. Uh, Let me ask you this. You love history, right? What were some other transitions of presidency that were either strained or delayed or and were there any negative well remember there were three instances where the incoming president wouldn't uh, meet with the outgoing president on inauguration day okay uh, that included both the adamses john and john quincy and it included um, uh, mr johnson who uh, would refuse to go to the inauguration of ulysses s grant transitions the worst one was probably between herbert hoover and franklin delano roosevelt Hoover was, I guess, very upset about having lost and thought he was doing everything he could to end the recession. But they rode together, and they went there, but they sat in icy silence during the entire ride. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But they went. Well, well, there's no way President Trump's going to be going to the (laughs) inauguration. I doubt it. Well, and somebody said there's work underway in Washington to get the inauguration started. No transition. Yeah, Yeah, they're building the the, uh, scaffolding. (laughs) That's not right. They're Building the uh, the uh, yeah the reviewing stand I guess it is and the place where they'll take mm-hmm. the, take the oath of office. So uh, you know it's bad behavior on the president's part. I'm sorry. I, I I like the guy's policies. I like the things he's done politically. I just don't like his behavior, and it's it's becoming this is it. It's becoming worse. You know, it's it's terrible to say, but I mean he's acting like a petulant child. I lost the election, so I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to sit in here. I'm not going to talk to the media. I'm not going to concede. I'm going to ha- send bizarre attorneys into the courtrooms of the United States trying to get people's votes tossed out. Oh, and one of the over the weekend, uh, a uh, hair dye expert said that it wasn't hair dye coming out of Giuliani's. It was mascara that he had put on his sideburns to make him match his hair. Really? Yes. <laughs> so, well, I guess he dyes his hair darker, you know, which is fine. A lot of guys do that these days. But uh, this... But he puts mascara on his what? Well, it's a, I guess it's for that purpose, not like women use. But it matches your hair color so that you, when your sideburns are coming in, they look the same as your head hair. Well, sometimes your sideburns turn gray before the top of your head. Right, right, right. <laughs> so maybe they needed a little extra touch-up. But anyway, yeah, it wasn't hair dye. Everybody felt that Giuliani was sweating so hair dye. By saying his mascara was running that somehow better. That's not really much of a defense, is it? No. All right, never mind. I I strike that from the record. So let's see. What were we talking about? Presidential transitions and... Well, we were talking about Governor Cuomo and his bad behavior. I don't know whether whether we can dig that audio up or not, but uh, he had a a very fiery and testy exchange with a news reporter over the weekend that, that I think was, you know... Just as equally bad behavior, and what I don't find is Democrats condemning this guy, and they should. Between he and de Blasio, they've turned New York State into a joke, an absolute joke. 
Well, what what happened? What did Cuomo do? Well, yeah, he got into a shouting match with reporters Wednesday while denying that New York City public schools would be shut down during the spike in coronavirus cases, only for Mayor de Blasio to announce the closures minutes after he was done speaking. The exchange began when Wall Street Journal reporter Jimmy Viken pressed Cuomo about whether he would overrule any decision by city officials to close schools. What are you talking about? You're now going to override? We did it already. That's the law, Cuomo shouted. An orange zone and a red zone. Follow the facts. I'm still confused, Biden responded. Then you're confused, Cuomo shouted back. I'm confused and parents are still confused as well, he asserted. No, they're not confused. You're confused. Please read the law and you won't be confused. Another reporter has point blank if schools would open tomorrow, to which Cuomo responded, the schools are open by state law. But the reporter called out the dodge and backed up Vidkin's line of questioning. Well, I don't really care what you think. Of course, you agree with him because you're in the same business with him. <laughs> you're part of the third estate. So there, there's Governor Cuomo calling the media, the mainstream media, I guess, bad in some way or another. But, you know, that's okay if he does it. But President Trump does it. Oh, that's bad. Well, the president has made a cottage industry out of it. Cuomo's just experiencing it for the first time. Well, that's funny. As moments later, New York Times reporter Jesse McKinney broke the news to Cuomo that de Blasio's office had announced the school closures beginning Thursday. Never something, mind. Something the governor eventually acknowledged. Um, but here's the problem. I heard several reports over the weekend that said the kids in school are safe. Mm-hmm. You know, so if that is true, you know, then why are we closing down schools? If one or two kids or if some support staff get it, I can understand if the support staff gets it and there are not enough people to do the jobs that need to be done, you obviously can't keep the kids in school. But, you know, if they are right and emotionally, mentally, physically, the kids are safer in school than they are not in school, why are we having the debate at all? Can you prove that kids aren't spreading it in school? Well, I don't. Or the staff's not spreading it to each other. The stories I saw over the weekend, and I saw them on. um, Well, Gordon Deal had a story on Friday, and they had uh, stories on MSNBC. Not, I'm sorry, CNN, and on Fox News about various. I guess medical schools the safest place. Well, you think of all the study hours that have passed with no COVID nineteen, and the schools are around here anyway. Are trying to do as much in person education as they can. Well, it's not. You know, I, I don't think it's necessarily bad to go to. Uh, if you think there's some reason and some particular concern to switch back to uh, remote learning. But here's the problem. Uh, the school districts are doing it differently. Now, I look at Sealands Grove, and I ask this question about why they aren't using Zoom at Sealands Grove, because to me, that's most like a classroom experience for the kids. The kids could see the teacher. They could see their classmates. They could the interact. The could see the students. And the student, yeah, right. But they're not using that model, except in some classes. There are some teachers who apparently are using it. I ask why, why everybody wasn't using it. Uh, and I think that's a valid question for these schools, because the way the Sealands Grove model is now, a lot of the kids who are going to school if they're now forced to do remote learning, they're going to have a little bit of trouble catching on to a system that isn't the same as it is in other school districts. Now, your uh, grandson is doing remote learning. Has yes, he signed up doing, for a cyber school? Or is no, he no, just he's doing, doing this, he's doing the remote function. For just, the but the normal schooling right. is being conducted remotely. But basically, and, and I, I, I may be wrong on this, but it almost seems to me like the kids are being told to teach themselves because they get their they assignments. They, they, have, they have to log 
log on by a certain time in the morning. They get assignments. Uh, sometimes the assignments get returned without explanation why why this was not good or what you did wrong. Uh, then you have to email the teacher, and the teacher may not be able to get back to you right away, as opposed to having Zoom where you could actually raise your hand and ask a question just like in a classroom. Well, I think schools are obsessed with safety. I think if they think that there's any compromise on safety, they want to make sure that they uh, are, you know, erring on the side of safety. So I, I think that's it. They want to make sure that they don't put teachers at risk. You know, half the teachers don't want to be there anyway. And the fact is, I mean, because of safety concerns. You bring concerns. up a great point. That was one of the first tough questions that Joe Biden got. when they, And that was talking about safety of schools. And he asked, a reporter asked him if he would go to the teachers' unions and try to get them to reverse their opposition to being in-person teaching. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he, he his response was, why are you always the guy that has to yell out a question? He didn't answer it. But, you know, it was a valid question. <laughs> Joe Biden didn't answer a reporter's question? No. That's weird. <laughs> well, that was bound to happen eventually. But he does have, years. going back to Cuomo, we do have that audio. You want to hear it? Do we have a second? Uh, sure. Let's, let's hear it. This is Governor Cuomo of New York. And we close the schools? Don't you remember that? Okay, so don't you, so what are you talking about? How, what are you talking about? You're now going to override. We did it already. That's the law, an orange zone and a red zone. Follow the facts. I'm still confused. Well, then you're confused. I'm confused. And then I'll tell you what you mean. Parents are still confused as well. The schools oh, they're not confused. Tomorrow. You're confused. No, I think but parents are law. confused as well. Read the law, and you won't be confused. But, Governor, right. follow Jim's question. Are the schools going to be open tomorrow? All right, and then eventually uh, Bill de Blasio or the school, well, Bill de Blasio announced that he Well, he was saying the, the governor's decider. assertion was that he had already said they can't close the schools, and the mayor closed the schools. <laughs> and, you know, and instead of trying to find out what the reporter's point was, he starts yelling at the reporter, blaming him. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We'll take a quickie break, or we'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC Way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark, 1-800-795-9565. We've been talking about the election and a little bit about the coronavirus and state's response and school's response, but uh, it's an open phones Monday, so we can talk about that. The bear season is underway. We did have a Sunday of bear season. We had, I heard a lot of shots in the woods uh, yesterday, so a lot of folks could hear guns going off in the woods, so hopefully guys are getting bears, and guys and girls were getting bears if they're out bear hunting. Not if you're a bear, you're not happy about no, it. No, that's... 
Everything went well, except for the bear. Where did we hear that phrase? All right, 1-800-795-9565. Thanks for waiting, Dennis. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. Good morning, Mark and Joe. This is uh, my first call in like two and a half years because oh. of my job I couldn't call. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, my position was eliminated at my job, and I was laid off. So, But anyway, um, I just have to relate a story on Election Day. I, I voted at Chiclemi High School. We were redistricted somehow, and they didn't have us going to Scott Towers, which was understandable with the COVID. And, and waiting in line, there was quite a few people in there. The fellow that was running the one, overseeing the one computer... Person that voted in front of me, something I don't know what happened to the computer, but he actually, with a closed fist, banged on the side of it like four times. <laughs> it didn't work. Whatever was the problem, he picked it up, shook it violently, and banged it down the hole. <laughs> and I'm standing in line, and there's a bunch of people behind me, and real loudly, I says, "Well, that's reassuring." <laughs> and the guy down the back of the line says, "I just said that to my wife." I says. What was that all about? <laughs> well, they just ignored me, but I'm like, my God, why, why are you banging a computer? <laughs> you know? So I, I think it was Dominion. I am a Trump supporter. I've always been a Trump supporter. I understand both sides of this issue. Uh, my belief is if you don't prove to me that there wasn't massive fraud that they're talking about, then I'll never vote again. <laughs> they didn't pound on the computer hard enough, maybe, in Florida. <laughs> that, that's... Yeah, they have to send it over to the other side fast enough or something. I don't know. Well, what was what was the outcome of it? What did they do with this mal- malfunctioning <laughs> computer that's now been slammed into the desk several times? I don't know. There was, like, the people that voted at Scott had one line, and people at another district had another line. So there was, like, four computers across the room, and there was two here. So I was up next, and I was going to tell them, I don't want to use that one if it's jamming. You know, so I got actually in line to the the other one, but I don't know what they did with it. But <laughs> well, and imagine. I could see why that would be a dilemma. They did have troubles with jamming down at some of the other lower Northumberland County uh, sites where it, in Northumberland County now, it does generate a paper ballot, but the voter doesn't get to keep it. It goes into a hopper, and it's caught, and that becomes the paper uh, backup that is required in Pennsylvania. But it's a very finite and very what, what, what do I want to say, complicated or minute, it's, it has to work perfectly for this paper to go through and to cut into a piece and then put into the hopper and I think that's what jams up you have to feed the paper in too so you know if the paper gets a little bit bent or it's too hot or it's crinkled then... Well, why would you go with a system like that when Snyder County system works very well you just take a paper ballot <laughs> in, you mark it down and throw it into the scanner and the scanner records the vote and saves the paper Well I'm sure it was the right price and it was it worked well in demonstrations, but once you had thirty of them out in the field, there were some jam ups. Well, now, I, I, Dennis's story is very scary that they're most taking computers of them worked and slamming fine. them under the table. Most of the machines worked fine all day long, but some of them notoriously jammed up. Yeah, and if you're jamming, I mean, you're connected to the the computer part of that. You know what I mean? Right. How I might be rattling the innards of that workings, <laughs> and I'm like. Oh, my word. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Well, I've worked but around it, computers for a long time, and I know that slamming them under the table never makes anything go any better. <laughs> Not on yeah. computers. <laughs> It'll bust yeah. the hard drive on that thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thank you so much. Thanks, Dennis. Appreciate the call, right, Dennis. Thank you. Glad yeah. to have you back, but sorry it's thank for you. the reason it is. <laughs> yeah. Take uh, care. Bob, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in today. 
Yeah, good morning. Isn't it great our president loves the golf? Do you know what the G20 was all about? Do I know what it was about? Uh, I think they talked primarily about the pandemic. Over the weekend, like it was yesterday, and he, what was he doing golfing? It was about COVID-19. Right. He won't even tell the American people that there's a problem with this virus running around our country. Wild. And people were so stupid running around without masks, coughing, and it's crazy. Well, where are you going, Bob, that you're seeing a lot of people without masks? Oh I'm gosh, not seeing yeah. that. Not where honest, am I going? You go in any store, you're going to see one or two people at least. One or two, yeah. All right, I'll grant you that. Some That's of them have health enough. issues. That's one that we need. But some of them may have health issues. Any. Don't some of them have health issues that they can't wear a mask? I'm just asking. Well, then they shouldn't be in the store. They should be at home taking care of their health, laying in bed. I'll, I'll <laughs> no, tell okay. you off my three locations locally where you go in, you'll be the only person in there with a mask, I really? guarantee you. Tell me. Well, rural Snyder in Union County is where it's primarily Republican, and they follow the, the president, and the president says masks don't work, so they don't wear them. And, of course, they have widespread community spread of the of the pandemic now. But they think it's, you know, just the president said it's nothing but the flu. Remember he told them that, so they still believe that. Of course, and they still say that there's widespread fraud, and this is a stolen election, and there was criminality. Uh, throughout the whole system, and they have no more faith in the election system at all. Well, for, ex- for let me give you an example. This morning, uh, just so you know, Bob, I went. To, I go to the gym every morning. I'm there when they open at five o'clock. And this morning, the lady running it, you know, made a point of telling those of us who were standing outside that we absolutely had to wear a mask the entire time we were inside. And I saw everybody complying with that. Now, admittedly, there aren't that many people there at five o'clock in the morning, but there, you know, the people that I saw were complying. Yeah, and there are other things. You don't have to wear a mask. You have those face shields now. They have bags you can put over your head. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. good. <laughs> We've been doing that for years. Yeah. That's how you kidnap people. <laughs> and, you know, what we got to worry about now, the next thing Trump's going to do is shut down Washington because they're going to run out of funding early December. That's oh, his next a, uh, plan. Well, they need an interim budget, I guess. Okay. But that, yep. won't, that won't work if the Congress gets together and decides that they're going to keep it open. They get together, Hopefully. it'll stay open. Hopefully. And, you know, he's just a big loser. He's a poor baby. Well, Big baby. Okay. So, you know, I just hope that Georgia goes the right way and puts all Democrats in and makes it a smooth sailing for Joe Biden. We need to get our country back where it needs to be, not where it is now. I hate We're to just tell you, going that, down the toilet. that won't be smoother for Joe Biden if the Republicans don't get control of the Senate. He's going to have to pay the price of all these far-left people that want him, want their pound of flesh. The AOCs of the world. Well, we, we need to get things back on track. We're way off track, you know. We'll be on track if the Republicans. We'll be on track if the Republicans control the Senate. They'll have to work together to get something I'd done. I'd rather them do the House and not the Senate. No, okay. My opinion. All right. Okay. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much, Bob. Appreciate too, Bob. the call, Chris. Thanks for waiting. You're next up. Go right ahead. Yeah. Uh, first of all, uh, I have a list here of the counties in Pennsylvania that use uh, Dominion, and Northumberland is not on the list. I can read the list if you're curious about what counties they are. How many counties are there? Fourteen. That's that's sufficient. Yeah, I don't probably. think we need that. We'll okay. accept your word. Are they populated counties, rural, or is there a mix between urban and rural? Oh, I don't know. 
uh, like Fulton County. That's Jefferson very rural. Pike, Warren, I don't know uh, how all, population they are. Uh, they're all very know, uh, where all these counties are. I actually. do. They're <laughs> all. I do. They're all very rural. The ones you mentioned are very rural. And then Montgomery, which isn't, I assume. Right. No. And so there's a mixture, but it's not. not Northumberland is not one of the fourteen. And uh, there was a poll out from Mama's College, which I guess is a fairly decent poll, uh, that that said that 77% of Trump voters uh, thought uh, thought that uh, the election was stolen. Now that was probably taken a week ago by now because the report just came out over the weekend. So it's at least four or five days ago. Oh yeah, so the president and his be, team have him convinced. Not be true any longer because uh, I notice even Stan hasn't called up with his uh, election <laughs> theories. And He's working. Really called up today. So I don't know what 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 uh, nobody's uh, seems to be pushing that today. So maybe they're starting to accept the reality of the situation. I do not know whether that's a sign or not. They are not. Uh, okay. Well. Uh, the, the that seems like an awful high percentage to me, though. But uh, Trump Trump uh, has always used uh, rigged and fake. He thought the the first he was going to argue that the first election was rigged when he was losing, or thought he was losing, thought he was going to lose. He uh, announced in the campaign that if uh, if he doesn't win, it's rigged. Never suggesting it would be rigged if he he won, and that's typical with Trump with the fake news and everything. It's just news articles he doesn't like, not news articles that are false. And uh, the good news is uh, the ones that uh, support his position on things, not that uh, not that are are actually true. And that's the way he thinks of the world, yet all his uh, followers seem to uh, accept, accept that what he says is true and come to believe it. Right after the election, I remember there was a, a only 13% of Republicans thought, thought he, it, it was stolen. And now it's up to 77%. So that says something about... Trump voters, I think, about how his his hold what his hold over them is, and it's really kind of scary. I don't think it's his hold over them. I think they're willing to give him the benefit of the doubt, but in return, he has to either put up or shut up, and he hasn't put up. He hasn't uh, been able well, to dem- now. Let me fin- let me finish. He hasn't been able Go to ahead. demonstrate that there's large scale fraud. Now, maybe there is. I don't know, but he hasn't proven it. And if he can't prove it, that's all the all she wrote, as far as I'm concerned. You know, but they'll still be convinced. It'll just be an unproven unproven allegation, allegation right? That's yes, exactly which what it isn't, would be. Isn't good for the country, just like many of the things he says. Well, a lot of people believe series series so he. Pushes a lot of people believe the election. The Chris, a lot of people believes Al Gore had the election stolen from him, but the country moved on. Well, I, I don't know if stolen is exactly the right word, but they uh, did they did get the vote the vote of the entire state of Florida that the Supreme Court in Florida had ordered uh, stopped. And they went back to the uh, to the his winning by 500 votes, 
And when the news people did it after the election and looked at all the ballots, because they had an opportunity to do that, uh, Gore won by six or seven hundred, I think it was. But maybe it was only three hundred. I don't remember anymore. But the point, I, I wasn't trying so to get into a debate a, about the exact... I wasn't trying to get into a debate about the exact outcome of the election. What I was pointing to is that many people believed Al Gore had the election stolen from him, and the country moved on. They put it behind them. They didn't. They considered the opinions, and they moved on. And nobody disputed President Bush being un... Uh, what is it? Not Not a legitimate president. Right, but I, I went. I've been a lot of places in the past few weeks, and everywhere you go to, the Trump supporters say it was stolen. How can this happen? Talked to one guy, and I asked him how long this run on guns was going to continue. He said only a couple weeks, because soon President Trump will be back in, and he'll get inaugurated. Chris, go right ahead. You get to finish up. And he also did the same thing with uh, the three million votes that he lost by by claiming they were uh, because. California had three million or more uh, illegal people voting, and therefore he actually won the popular vote as well. It's just the way his mind works. And I think the Republicans are also, the, the Trump people are also uh, a little bit crazy on mass. Uh, you talked about Como, uh, the North Dakota uh, governor. I think it is it South Dakota or North Dakota. I can't remember now. I think it's South. But anyway, she announced over the weekend that masks do not uh, are not effective in controlling the virus, and that's pretty much been proven because when they do have masks uh, worn, they've always gone down. That's what brought down the 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 COVID rate in the first two waves. And how do you account for Governor Newsom? How do I account for not Governor Newsom what? Not wearing masks and going to an indoor birthday party at a restaurant oh, that was jammed? He, 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 uh, he made a poor decision twice. <laughs> That's how I account for it. I see. So it's not, he's not, uh, not a hypocrite, huh? Oh, I suppose he's a hypocrite, but it's not really, uh, Doing it twice and uh, saying what's right for the people and following it yourself makes you a hypocrite to a certain extent. Well, there was another news story I heard uh, yesterday or yesterday or this morning. I'm trying to remember which. That somebody else, some scientist, came out and said that they they the evidence is not there to support that masks are particularly effective. So I don't know who's right or who's wrong in that. I wear well, one. The fact that it worked when they did it does seem to. to, to when when various states and cities had had huge problems, they the it uh, it COVID came down. Uh, after a while, where this happens consistently, you have to sort of accept it, I would think. And also, the scientists themselves have uh, altered their view that that not wearing a mask not only protects the other person, it also protects you to some extent too, because you have to get so much COVID in you before uh, before you get it, and the masks do stop that. They do stop some of the COVID at your mask. All right, we got to we got to move all, on. Chris, Chris. Out with that that 
position now, too. Thank you, Chris. we yep. got to move. Thank you Thank so you. much okay. for calling. Bye. Appreciate your call. Yep, appreciate that. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Call us immediately. We would love to have your call here on the line. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. Talking about the pandemic and masks and not wearing a mask if you're a good conservative Republican. And uh, we're talking about uh, President Trump, as Anderson Cooper referred to him as a flailing turtle on his back. So if you want to comment about that, give us a buzz. 1-800-795-9565. Excuse me. I want to be respectful here. Mr. Flailing, Mr. President, flailing turkey or turtle on his back, not turkey. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. 1-800-795-9565. Joe, you got a letter in the upper right-hand corner. Yes, Dennis Laskowski says, I hear so many complaining of Trump being out golfing. He has done most of his business dealings on the golf course. It also provides security for him, especially at this moment. There are less ears around who could leak his conversations to the press. Usually he golfs with one or two people in the secret service are far enough to the side not to hear the conversation. Just another facet of this debate. Good point, Dennis. Well, yeah, that's good. The more he occupies his time not using the scorched-to-earth policy to cause more problems and to ravage the environment and Who do whatever else. Who cares if people play golf? I, I know he, he, he did criticize President Obama for it. He should have kept his mouth shut about that. Right. I don't care so if he, he plays golf So he the not. criticism. It's fine with me. If he gets his work done and he wants to play golf on the weekend, that's fine. That's what we say around here. You can do whatever you want on the weekend as long as you get your work get done. Get your work done? Sure. I don't care. All right. We've got one caller waiting and another one coming in. Uh, Mark, you are on the mark. Uh, thanks for calling in. Thanks for having me. I uh, called in. I uh, voted for Trump. Uh, I thought he did a decent job. Certainly not perfect. But uh, uh, I don't see him uh, proving their case in three weeks' time. And I think it's time for him to do a Nixon. Nixon knew that there was some shenanigans going on. And he walked away from it. And... Uh, I think uh, that's what he should do. Uh, I'm concerned about what's coming afterwards. I think they're going to have some problems on the border sometime in January. And uh, I think that uh, the situation in the Middle East probably will get worse, too. But uh, I said last week, I think you misinterpreted me, I think you'll be probably gone in two, uh, two years because of mental conditions, and that will be the 25th Amendment. And uh, we just have to hope for the best and to hope that he, he does some decent picks for his cabinet. And uh, 
let the chips fall where they may, you know what I mean? Well, and I think Biden certainly is a flawed candidate, but I start his administration the same way I started President Trump's, and that's with nothing but pure optimism. I hope uh, Joe Biden becomes the best president we have ever had, surrounds himself with fabulous leaders who are able to guide him and help him to make decisions, and that we the country moves forward, and we have a great four years. Well, that's uh, the way I feel to a certain degree, but then uh, see where uh, some of the old holdovers from the Obama administration are coming in, too. And I was still very concerned that uh, uh, Joe, uh, uh, um, what was it, uh, McCabe and some of those uh, way back that fabricated the, the uh, story and went to the Pfizer court with uh, basically illegal documents. Uh, Comey and some of those, uh, John Brennan, those should have uh, faced trial on that. But it's water over the dam, and uh, the deep state won there. But uh, I, uh, I'm hoping for the best, just like you are. All right. We'll keep our fingers crossed, that's for sure. Thank you, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Take care. Take care. That will never become good fodder for our talk show. People calling in to say they're just hoping for the best. Let's wait and see. We need need the other side of the We need the people with dire predictions. Are there any pessimists out there? 1-800-795-9565 is the open line. We've got a good caller standing by, so we'll be on the phone here in a moment. 1-800-795-9565. Bob, go right ahead. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, good morning. I wanted to wish uh, Stan a happy birthday, and it was also Joe Biden's birthday the other day. And I just, I don't think that's a good thing that uh, Trump is doing business out on a golf course. There should be, like, some documented tapes of what he's saying. You don't know what he's saying. You know, he takes Russia in the back room and comes out with toilet paper stuck to his shoe. Okay. All right. Next time, turn the radio down, too. It should be documented. Have a good day. Bye. All right. Thank you. Yeah, By all don't means, for, turn your radio yeah, down. Don't <laughs> How long have we been talking about that on the radio? Well, not enough, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> all right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com. I was going to ask you off air. Um, when President Truman dropped the atomic bomb, how long had he been president at that mm, point? Not long, maybe... Um, Eight months, seven, eight months, somewhere in that neck of the woods. No, of he course. wasn't even aware of it until he got briefed. So he was in the dark, right? President uh, President Roosevelt didn't take him into his confidence on that. Okay, but then it was very, very top secret. So well, now I know President Roosevelt died, so that there was no transition. But um, did the fact that the vice president was in the dark did that hurt anything? Um, I don't think so, because Truman was a very quick study. He picked up on everything he needed to know very quickly. He was briefed by people who knew. You know, should he have known as vice president? Yeah, I think he should have. I think FDR should have taken him into his confidence, especially since FDR had to know that his health was failing. I mean, FDR was not a, a stupid guy by any stretch of the imagination. He knew he was... The last time he spoke after he came back from the Tehran conference, he could or Yalta conference, he couldn't even stand up. He had to deliver the address to Congress sitting down. So, I'd say the the handwriting was on the wall, and he probably knew it, and he should have made sure that Truman was up to speed, but he didn't. Okay. So, and um, well, we ended the war war with the dropping of the bomb. So That's that one of the reasons why I, I think Harry Truman is certainly one of the top three presidents I admire the most because he. Made made tough decisions. He made them without hesitation. He studied the facts, did what he had to do, no equivocation, no apology. 
this is what needs to be done, and he did it. Well, I've asked you a couple questions about history today because this is a real luxury to have somebody who remembers all the good history that you enjoy studying with us. Uh, is this going to be the most tumultuous transition we've ever had, I guess, is what I'm kind of leading up to. I guess it could be. It Should I remember on, this? It depends on how the president <laughs> behaves. You know, part of me still hopes that, that, that somewhere deep inside his chest is some patriotism, some real genuine patriotism and real love of the country that he espouses all the time and that he would put aside his personal concerns or feelings for the betterment of the country and acknowledge the fact that I fought as hard as I could, but I lost, and I'm going to make sure I do everything in my power to give President-elect Biden a smooth start so that the American people don't suffer from this transition any more than is necessary. He doesn't have those any of those words in his vocabulary. None of them. It would never do that. So yeah, he's. You're going to see. I keep uh, hoping. Right. Yeah, Hope you're going to see eternal. absolutely positively no transition at all whatsoever until January 21st. One of our good listeners suggested, and I have a feeling they're going to be right that soon the president will go to Florida, and that's where he's going to stay, and he's going to sulk his days until he gets his new network going or whatever his next enterprise is to uh, keep his supporters going, and his in this. This will keep his supporters uh, tuned in because they will always know that the election was stolen and that the president, even though it's, you know, there's obviously no factual truth to that, they will always know this and they will keep it in their mind. And they're thoroughly and 110 percent convinced of it right now. What I want to see is whether or not the Democrats continue to go after him. You know, the New York, uh, what is it, the New York Attorney General and all the Middle District of New York or whoever is coming after him mm-hmm. on his tax returns, or whether they just let him go quietly out there into okay. the into the night. Is he likely to start some kind of a movement? He might, you know, but the Republican Party is not going to look at him and say, gee, this is our standard bearer for the next four years. They're going to say we need to develop somebody young, somebody energetic, somebody who's had some experience and ability, and we're going to put them up, and hopefully they'll be our next president. And there's certainly no shortage of qualified Republicans out there to run, as there were no shortage of Democrats. What is the... uh, Yeah, I still wonder what happened to Tulsi Gabbard. So do I. (laughs) I want her to be president. But anyway, um, the... what has the president done to the Republican Party, uh, the the organization called the Republican Party? He's united it. Okay. What else? Uh, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, you could say, well, he's united it. The Republicans well, they got are all behind, behind him doing terrible stuff. Up until stuff. this moment. But he, um, you know, most Republicans I know are like me. They find the guy personally pretty abhorrent. But on the policy issues, he's been an outstanding president as far as I'm concerned. One of We talked Friday, you said about he was racist, and I asked you, to name one racist policy he ever espoused, Mm -hmm. and uh, you didn't come up with one. And one of our listeners said, Mark, if you can't name a racist policy off the top of your head, there are none. So, I mean, I think he's done... What about the NFL, where the black players were protesting, and he scorned them and excoriated them because of... Isn't that his right? Absolutely. Why is, that saying, a, why is that a racist policy? It's evidence of he racism. Was, no, he was talking about their acts, not their race. The act of He thought the act of kneeling for the national anthem was inappropriate, whether you're white, black, green, yellow, have orange, the phrase, maroon. Have you ever heard the phrase, keep the black man down? The president is that personified, and oh, that I is disagree. the proof. I disagree. Really? I think his policies were aimed at helping everybody. I mean, let's face it, whether you like it or not, black unemployment went down under him, black salaries 
increase, wages increased for the first time in a long time. Um, you know, so all right, he did some things, he said some things that were pretty right. bad. But what did he do? What actual actions did he take? You know, government policies. He didn't vote, move to rescind the Voting Rights Act of 1964. Well, he didn't impact the NFL argument. He just participated in it. You know, it's his opinion. You know, their opinion right. was I should kneel. You know, in retrospect, kneeling probably wasn't such a bad thing, considering some of the other options that we've had confronting us. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We got caller standing by. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. <laughs> hey, on the mark is the spot. I'm going to have to put my shoes back on later. I'll try to do it now. Please but do the pumper it now. music started. <laughs> so anyway. All right. We invite you to visit sunburymotors.com to see their entire Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, and pre-owned inventory. Select the perfect vehicle and purchase it online right from your home. The Sunbury Motor Company, of course, sells Ford, Hyundai, Kia, and Lincoln. But they're also a premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks. That's at the Quick Lane. Or you can do as I've done. You can end up with an F-150. And I'll tell you what. Some of the pre-owned ones are perfect. Uh, this is the place where uh, some of the men and women go who get a new F-150 every year. So there's a perfectly kept garage stored, never been in the snow or salt F-150 with your name on it there that is one year old, that is in prefer- perfect condition and has a fabulous uh, price. And that came from the Sunbury Motor Company. And we invite you to take advantage of the kind of pre-owned vehicles that have been coddled their whole life. And they'll show you all the service records and the fact that uh, they've fabu- taken fabulous care of them 100% all the time. This is your opportunity to save money. They've got some uh, 2020s that have fantastic prices and the 2021s are rolling in fast. So go to the Sunbury Motor Company online. Check them out, Sunbury Motors. You can select the perfect vehicle and purchase it online right from your home. Uh, Tom, uh, Al, I'm sorry, Al, we're not going to have time for you. Tom, you get 60 seconds. Go ahead, Tom. Yeah, Trump isn't prejudiced or whatever. How come all these all these things that he's going after in this election are black or, or minority areas? He's going after Philadelphia, Allegheny County. He's going after Detroit. He's going after Milwaukee. He's going after Georgia, the Georgia black areas. He's going after uh, Arizona. Uh, all the all the all the minority areas. Arizona's so not a min- Arizona. That he's going after. That, Arizona that, that, that is not cheated. a minority area. It's, it may have Hispanics, but it's not that heavily populated by blacks. 
Well, I don't care. They're minorities. If you say he's not prejudiced, why but is he going after because all these minorities? Why don't he go after because Democrats? Because they're Democrats, Tom. Why doesn't he go after Clearfield? Tom, they're why Democrats. Does, why doesn't he go after... Tom, uh, they're Democrats. I don't know, because... Tom, because they're Democrats. The minorities Tom, they're Democrats. Tom, they're Democrats. Okay, I think you got it. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. Sorry we ran out of time. Sorry, Al, 100% apology there. That's my dumb fault. Call tomorrow. Mismanaging the whole show from my angle of it. Shame on you. Rob tries to keep up, but I screw it up. So we'll be back tomorrow, and everybody gets an open phone who wishes to enjoy it. We'll talk a little bit about the state budget as well. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury WKOK News Time. It is now 10 a.m.